Dude, so tell me about your uh, ideas on Dianetics. Well, man, jumping right into Scientology, huh? <laughs> we were just uh, we were just catching up, and as uh, as naturally we do, jumping into uh, very interesting topics such as that wonderful. Well, I don't know if that's the right word for it, religion. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not wonderful. Uh, one one of the things uh, that I thought was really amusing is. For some reason, we always catch up beforehand, and I think we have incredibly interesting conversations. Oh, I think yeah, I think the I think the appetizer, the the pre-show is uh, is actually better than the main event sometimes. Not and, to, and that says more about the pre-show than it says about the main event. I don't mean to say our main events aren't wonderful. No, they're awesome. I think it's just like it's some uh, you know the Pixar movies. Sometimes there's that little short film in the beginning that's actually better than the feature film. Not all the time, but sometimes. Sometimes. And I feel like you and I are sometimes like a Pixar short film. It's like Ace Age and that little squirrel that wants nut. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the one I would have pointed out too. Exactly. Yeah. So this is talking in chairs. This oh wow, well, you're gonna do the intro. Wow, Douglas and like Joe that. take a topic uh, fed to us via our wonderful website, talkinginchairs.com, and they ask us to cover a topic. It could be really anything, though. If you've listened to the shows, a lot of times we talk about the future, the past, weird shit. If it's Doug topics, uh, scary ben. dark shit. Oh, cats, oh, animals, weird, dogs. Weird shit. Okay, if it's my topic. Weird shit. If it's anybody's topic. Okay, uh, but we like to cut. We like to run the gamut. I need to look up what a gamut is. I should know that. Do you know what a gamut is? I don't know. Isn't that interesting? No, no, we use that all the time. Maybe not all the time. I feel but, like it's uh, a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Someone Google gamut and let us know. That can be a topic for next week. But basically, we like to cover many topics. Um, but we really like to take the cue from you guys. So. We do that every week. We spin Ben. Ben is Doug's cat. Ben is a, a wonderful cat. Um, what type of cat is Ben? He's a Bengal, and he's yeah. sitting on me right now. Yeah, it looks like a tiger. Um, and we basically spin the guy, and whoever his tail ends and up a pointing chair. at. And a chair. Uh, let's and, let's and, make it sound <laughs> humane. Yeah, it sounded like a weird tie fetish for a second there. Uh, basically, he's pointing at someone, and that person gets to lead the topic from our listener. Uh, today, Ben pointed at me. Uh, and you know, just like a teacher, when you're sitting in the front row unexpectedly, you're uh, called on via Ben, and and now is my moment to shine. So, our listener today, who uh, sent in this topic's name is Frank from uh, upstate New York, actually, oh, uh, good. small town on the coast up there. Um, not like almost reads like Schenectady, but it's like Silnectopy or something with a interesting. Yeah, all okay. these all these towns have interesting names, and he's asking about. Hey, Joe and Doug. I love listening to your show every week. I make sure to uh, listen on iTunes. I know you can listen to it in a lot of different places. I even reviewed it, which you're always talking about, and I gave you a nice five star. So thanks for giving me such a nice weekly favor and treat. Uh, so ni- uh, nice nice props there from Frank. Can, can we can we, can we we pause for a moment? Please. Uh, do you want to know what a gamut is? Yes. A gamut is uh, from medieval Latin. Okay. It's the lowest it's favorite note. Favorite kind of Latin. It's the lowest note in a medieval musical scale. Interesting. And so to run the gamut yeah. means to play all the notes in the scale. Got it. Uh, so we're like Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, basically. Exactly. So yeah. it basically means do the whole thing. Yeah, or like Eric Johnson or Joe Satriani. They play every note. 
Every night. That was a little knock on uh, Anyway, uh, so today's topic from Frank, um, he, he he's a little bit vague. So I, I pulled this up yesterday and I had to kind of take it and run with it. But he left us the opportunity to do that where he basically said, hey, are there any new technologies that you and Doug um, would like to kind of speak to that you think are intriguing in any unique way? So we kind of left it open-ended and, and I spent... Most of the morning, because I do spend, uh, I mean, this is like a part-time job for me. I feel like I spend 10 to 20 hours a week um, with preparation and research and whatnot. So I spent a good 10 hours, uh, most of the day today, actually researching, you know, what's out there that's interesting. And, and, you know, we like to talk about technology here on the show. So what I did find, uh, which is a topic we've actually briefly touched upon over the years here at um, Talking in Shares, is uh, magic. Do you like magic, Doug? I do like magic. You do. See, not everyone likes magic because magic can sometimes, especially now in the years of technology, when you start to figure out magic tricks. Like, was it David Copperfield who had to reveal his big magic trick? Remember this? Oh, yeah. This is like months yeah. ago, and it was like a giant vape where he would take an entire section of the crowd, put them on stage, and then transport them. And then because someone tripped and got really injured on the way back and went to right. court, it revealed the secret and cover your ears if you love magic. But the secret was basically that they just fucking go below the stage walk fast and and go to the back area where he points to and and the scary thing to me about magic is though it is mind-blowing i'm fearful that many of the the actual cases of what's happening the actual answers are like that oh they so all not everyone are. likes magic right well but here's one of my favorite parts too is uh pen and teller right love to show how they do a magic trick right that's cool and then they love to put a twist in it that makes it look like how they just showed you how they could did it isn't possible. Interesting. And so, and they, so it leaves it open-ended still. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, here is exactly what we're going to do. There's, You can know every set of the trick. Right. I and like then that. they do that. And you're like, wait, how, wait, how does that work? I, I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really cool. It's basically like they're going to explain the trick to you how it's normally done. Right. And then they put a twist on it to make it impossible. Right. And then they do it. So it stays magical. Yeah. And not to knock on magic. I also, like you, really do appreciate it. Um, I think it, you know it's just interesting when you do find out the results sometimes. So do you like to jump, Doug? I do like do to jump. Do you like jumping? You find yourself jumping? I is do. Is your microphone on? I do. Yeah. I, it is. I, I think do. I, I think I just get you to marry anybody I want when you're fucking not paying attention, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, so, so jump. I like to you jump like up. to jump and you like magic. I like to jump up, jump up, and then sometimes I like to get down. So, so that's nice. So you must really appreciate Magic Leap. What is Magic Leap? So Magic Leap, you'll probably recognize it in a second, uh, is that AR company. Remember Magic Leap? A few years oh, back, <clears throat> they, I saw they raised this. billions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. raised a bunch of money. I mean, like Alibaba invested in them. Google invested in them. Yeah. They were kind of like the darling. I don't know if this is two years back or, or three years back, but um, the, you know, they had that really, really viral video of the whale in like a gymnasium, and yep. everyone's looking at it, and this whale does like a breach in the middle of a gym. And the idea is that they do sort of this, I guess technically it's V, VR, but it's it's kind of like an AR in the way it interacts with the world. But they're using projection onto your onto your eye, basically, okay. um, on these glasses, and it can affect the reality right in front of you. Okay, that's certainly not the technical way to say it, but you get the idea. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> they released their glasses today. I it saw. had been a long time running. There were bumps in the road. Basically, I think again back to that time years ago, um, they had raised 
billions of dollars. Their valuation was like four point five billion, and and they never really had anything they could show except these really really rough prototypes. But there right. was a bunch of people up in arms, and some of the, even the investors saying like this was a like so far from being proven, and you kind of let us on, and the founder was in it, so no one really knew what was going to happen. Well, it's finally out. Um, there are a bunch of people talking about it. It's basically it kind of looks like it's hard to explain. Maybe you can describe what you see here. Yeah, there I I saw them and they were very steampunky like Totally. They they don't look good. No, they don't look good at all. But if it does what they say, right. it would definitely be entertaining to wear one in some sort of joint experience. Right. Like a AR movie or something like that. Right. Where, where you, know, you can walk around a room or something too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, they look I saw that today and I thought <clears throat> I was going to read uh, this article, but I got too busy today, and it was something like what they do and what they don't do. Right. And what the hype is and what the hype is not. Right, right. And and there are a lot of different points on both sides there. And I mean, you know, to answer Frank's, I guess, recommendation of finding something, this obviously came out today. It's pretty interesting. I think some of the interesting parts are that Right off the bat, I mean, what I what I thought about, even though it is a different technology, there are a lot of similarities to Google Glass, obviously, which was I would define as a pretty massive failure. Um, I think one of the failures there, and the main one, is that they did try to go to this very consumer-based product and have people walking around, interacting with one another, and playing games and whatnot. In reality, it looked fucking ridiculous, and right. you had all these great classic examples of that being taken advantage of with you know the girl in the bar on hate street and someone's like stop recording me no i can and then that whole thing and and that all played out well these do kind of look like that so it doesn't seem like it would be a comfortable thing to wear in public though it will be interesting to see if people do that they also cost 2300 bucks right so yeah technologies that are new are always more expensive but it's not like they're coming out of the gates making it accessible to a lot of people so i think they're also opening the door for those issues um what i do think could have happened and maybe what google could have done better with google glass is as a to business product where professionals and surgeons and like musicians and whatnot could actually use this while crafting or while doing their craft and that's something that i think after the fact they talked about they should have done so I think it'll be interesting to see how Magic Leap approaches that. But my question to you, I guess, and coming from Frank, us sort of analyzing these new technologies, what do you think will happen with this? Do you think this will be, uh, do you think it will catch on? Do you think it will be more of a business thing? Will it be more of a consumer thing? Will they try to do both? It seems like it's just the Wild West with this technology right now. And I'm interested to see, you know, how people will kind of respond to it. Well, I think uh, one of the first things that comes to mind is the example of Google Glass. Google Glass was a huge failure initially. Now it's actually a huge success. Hmm. Right now it's being used in maintenance facilities. It's being used by large companies. So they did keep it around as a business product and and took it away from... I didn't realize that. Uh, It's actually doing extremely well. So you can kind of think of this as something that could fit in that same more in enterprise like experience right the other thing that i see it possibly being is uh like an entertainment device like virtual reality headsets Mm -hmm. which allow you to have visibility into the room 
without bumping into things, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So you could have the same experience with somebody else mm-hmm. and see that other person, which mm-hmm. would be cool. But I don't see it as something that you're going to like walk around the city. <laughs> right. There's no way. So you think there'll be special buildings that you go in? Because obviously it's yeah. not it's not going to be easy to like map your unless you're freaking insanely loaded map your house right right or like or if people are even going to even if you're not but you want to take the time to do that I don't see that happening it would have to be sort of a, a special spot to go to instead of a bar do you go to this place and like with your well, is that going to be your next bar no wait <laughs> well the other thing that you can you can do is just like with the five headset right you map an area of your house that you want to play in right. And that becomes the play space for whatever game. Mm. So the headset will actually know where those things are. So you don't have to map your entire house unless you want to. Right. You can just map like parts of it. Right. Because if you, you've done my VR headset. Yeah, I've done those. Yeah. Right. So like right upstairs, like my whole living room is mapped. Hmm. So you can play VR games in my. Do you do that? Is that what yeah. you're doing most of the time? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I live in VR. This I don't even know if this is real. This is like weird to you. Yeah, it's very weird. Is that cool? I haven't done that. It, it's really interesting. And so you know, does the game interact with your room in that way? Like every game can integrate into that where you can walk around and know you're not going to fall down your stairs? Yeah, exactly. So Every it, game does that. Every game does what if that. You get the, what if a game doesn't, They just it's just built in at that point? Well, what happens? You could like kill yourself accidentally. What happens is you get to the edge of and there's the like a area. red wall or something. Yeah, like a a um a fence pops up, and just as you get closer, it becomes more and more visible. Right. So it doesn't detract from the game until you're too close, where it basically says stop. You need to stop here. Interesting. You're gonna hit something. Well, so to that point, and and what this can do, it does have different depths, which I guess VR to what you were saying doesn't right. do that well, or doesn't do unless you map the room. I think this, without a room being mapped, can pick up on objects at different depths. Okay. So it sounds like you could, on some level, whether or not it would like build out that space, I don't know, but you could at least understand the depth and probably see those movements. Um, it can actually track your eyes, which is kind of cool. Um, doesn't always use that, but. Uh, individual applications can choose to use eye gaze as an input method, so such as Google Glass obviously did a lot of. Um, the depth sensor of it is from arm's length to five meters, so you can theoretically see and interact with different things up to five meters away from you, which is pretty crazy because that's what like How fifteen far is five, feet. Yeah, I 15. mean it, it's about yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know the metrics. <laughs> uh, yeah, it talks about all the prototypes, but I think it's funny. I don't know, like. I'm always wondering about these technologies and that is it the first step of something where they just are ending up in our sunglasses or our eyeglasses or our contact lenses uh, or is it something that is kind of cool for a couple of years and then it just, you know, burns out? Is it is it, a, is it the beginning of a technology that changes, you know, humanity, that changes our social interactions forever or in – obviously there's no way to perfectly tell what's going to happen. But is it that or is it something where it's like cool – you know, this is the equivalent of maybe Pogs is extreme, but this fad for a couple of years, that's like a fun way to interact. And then we realize, oh, well, looking at a tree is kind of amazing because there's a billion inputs from our eyes to our brain anyway. Right. And we don't need there to be like a little spaceman on the leaf. I just thought of the spaceman on the leaf and thought that would be really interesting. <laughs> the, like the, the little one... spaceman from the Flintstones. What was that guy's name? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the green yeah. Guy? 
little green guy with the helmet. What was his name? Giant uh, head. Giant head. That wasn't his name, but he had like a big green helmet. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I'm gonna because you didn't okay. name it. While you're thinking about your okay. response here, while you're well, saying your response. Actually, gonna... yeah. Well, I'll I'll follow up with my response to to what you were saying is so Intel just released theirs last year, which was very similar to Google Glass. Mm. So a lot of people are getting into the space. So mm-hmm. I think it's a very real accessory that will not be fad anymore. Hmm. For example, I'm wearing an, you know, an iWatch, the okay. Apple iWatch. I had the Fitbit before. Right. And I found it very helpful for me just to have it so that I wasn't pulling out my phone and I could quickly look and see if it was something important or not important hmm. and not detract from the attention that I had with someone else mm-hmm. by looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. This will make that so much more, um, much easier for someone. Right. You could just look up for a moment and you would get like a little message and it would not even detract from the, the right. conversation. Right. Uh, the Intel um, device is really cool because it uses a little laser that points directly into your eyeball. Hmm. Does not damage the eyeball at all, but it's monochrome. That's crazy. And it just writes on your iris perfectly. It's so insane, dude. It's so insane and amazing. Yeah. It's very low power. Right. So it can last all day. Right. And it can give you alerts, et cetera, and track your eyes. Right. So that's pretty pretty valuable, I think. Right. Um, well, and yeah, and the potential uses for that. I mean, there's no doubt in in my mind, and I think you just said this too, that on the on the practicality for like business practices professionals, it's absolutely incredible. And it opens up so many doors and it's just the the access to information right in front of you like that for a surgeon again or for really in, incredible amounts of jobs. Now, how many of those jobs become automated in the next 10 years too? I don't know. And that's kind of an but, interesting topic, but still amazing for humanity on that end. On the, on the like interaction fun game, cool. I'm interested to think about what is everyone like fashion and stuff? Like what does everyone do when AR, like let's say it does get fully adopt- adopted and let's say, or very adopted and let's say most people are cruising around and they're just like contact lenses or their glasses is not a big deal. There's no judgment at that point, five years down the road, 10 years down the road. Like who fucking cares what you're wearing? You're wearing black. I'm wearing like a flannel and some jeans. So much of that is not, I wasn't thinking, does Doug think I'm going to look cool, right? I'm thinking like, oh, I like the way I look. And you're probably thinking Dude. the same thing. And everyone else is thinking the way, thinking about the same I, way. We're I not always about think other you people, look cool. Thanks a lot. We're not thinking about other people look at it. And now in augmented reality, you're going to have your thing on. You're going to be like, oh, I want Joe to wear like, or, or do I put a setting on so that I have a different, like I paint on my outfit for the day. You know what I mean? Because you can interlay anything on anything and you, there's basically going to be a digital skin on top potentially a digital skin on top of the entire world so i think it really brings up interesting concepts of how you know so much of of everyone's life is how they project themselves how they how they position themselves to the outside right on every level in business you can you can kind of find that on on every social level you can find that in the interpersonal communication this puts another layer on top of that on it top does. of that and all the nonverbal cues that are a huge part of communication and that's fucking crazy to me yeah, the uh, think of making yourself an emoji. 
You could. I, you yeah, could. We'd all be the shit emoji. You yeah. could. I. I don't know if you heard <laughs> recently, but there is a real warning going out to plastic surgeons because a lot of uh, millennials are coming forward and trying to get the filter face that they look like. They're like bringing in the like Snapchat picture. Yeah. And There's, saying, I want to look like that. They're saying... God, that's that, fucking... That this makes is very, sense. That's so scary. This is very close to what I look like. Right. But I look so much better in this photo. Can you right. make me look like that all the time? Right, right, right. And it's kind of in that body dysmorphia. <sighs> Crazy. I mean, that gets yeah. into that black mirror. You've seen yeah, the black mirror. I where you can Well, you basically did not take away from or like give uh, any info on it up, but you, you can have the ability to... There's essentially it would I would say relatable to AR in that you have like a, a skin or a layer on top of of the world and you can blotch out people's faces. So like in the way that you can I'm let's say I block your phone number, uh-huh. I could block your face. Oh wow. So when I looked at your face it would be pixelated and I couldn't hear you talk. And to the point you can't even interact. And it's gnarly because people would get blocked or like criminals before they get fully back into society would still be blocked for a while. And it's just like crazy interaction. But it's not if it's fully adopted and everyone is using this digital skin, then like yeah. anything's possible. Interesting. Yeah. So the one thing that I really appreciate about having a utility like the Apple Watch or perhaps glasses or something of that nature in a small practicality, when I'm getting directions with the Apple Watch mm-hmm. and I'm driving, it will start vibrating my arm saying, a turn is coming up. Now you should look to see what it is. Oh, that's pretty and, smart. And then it lets me know how far the turn is. And I just look at my watch for a split second. Right. And I know exactly where I'm going, right. for, which is really handy. Uh, I'm also a pilot, so flying a plane and having a full heads-up display Right on available to me all the time and being able to tell me this is where you're going this is the altitude you should be at totally do you see this plane that's up in front of you you know things of that nature totally again at some point this will be completely automated right well that's the interesting middle point is it feels like that's i guess my point and like is is it a middle point or is it an end point obviously it, it can it can be you can still have an automated submarine and have a head display that shows you all the history of the ocean and that's super cool still yeah whether or not it's teaching you how to drive the submarine same thing for flying same thing for driving right you could be on your way to work in your automated car or you could be flying around the bay and it could have pop up things if you want to play a game you could be playing a game like shooting down you know cartoon planes and stuff right so that, that i think i think yeah we'll always have a use whether right. useful or not but it will always have a functionality to it but i think it will be really interesting to see um at, at how it plays into because at the point of its evolution there will be a dependency on like the industry and so do a lot of those resources of these companies building these products they have to probably be careful about where they're putting those resources and are they building service industries for AR that are just going to be replaced by automation services versus is it all going to be gaming because that maybe won't be as quickly replaced by automation services. I don't know. I have a challenge to anybody who hears our podcast and us as well, Uh which is the first person who can get 
a picture of a magic leap in the wild and send it to us. Oh, that's good. We should give them a prize. Uh, yeah. You'll do their answering machine message. <laughs> It'll be like a NPR thing. Okay. Do they do that? Yeah. And wait, oh. wait, don't tell me. I don't know they give one as well. Yeah, if you win. Uh, if you win well, we the, should both do it. Yeah, Carl yeah. Castle does it on wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. He'll do your answering machine message if you win the challenge of answering uh, five of the questions correctly. See? There you go. You can so, email us to do that. Yeah. So if anyone finds one of these in the wild, sends it to us. Yep. The first one who sends it, Joe and I will tag team and do a... a Easy. Huh? What by the words <laughs> that come out of your mouth, man? <laughs> Are you yeah, understanding I'm saying, I'm not, I don't want to even dig into what you just said, but I just want you to be careful. You don't want to dig in? Yeah. Okay. Why are we tag team? So anyway, uh, do, do you want to guess who the Flintstones alien little guy is? I Guess the name? Uh, Throw, it's first a, thing it's, that comes to mind. Is it like... I want to say like Twinkie or <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know, Mister Sparkles. That's closer. It's the Great Gazoo. Oh, the Great Gazoo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So someone on the developer side put a Great Gazoo out there in the in the Magic Leap world. That would be it's perfect. Its own world. Yeah, so. on a leaf. There you go. Magic Leap of a Great Gazoo on a leaf. And what episode was this? Did we even... Are we 20? Are we 20? I've been 20 the last four weeks. Hope to God we're at 20 finally. Right. All right. Because I'm going to say it for the next four weeks. Well, A, th- that was fascinating. B, uh, please listen to us on uh, any sort of podcasting app whatsoever. We're I on sh- all of them, huh? Yeah, we're, we're on all of them. I started right. using Overcast. Oh, I don't right. know if you use that one. Yeah, isn't that like a video game? No, it could be. Mm-hmm. I'm using Overcast. Sweet. I was using Breaker, but Breaker had made too many bugs. I feel like Overcast in the Bay is like bad juju. Oh, that's true, Carl. Yeah. Carl the Fog. I don't know. Some people think it's cinematic, though. So right. I, myself nice. included. I'm down a little. I just don't like it when I'm flying fog. back into the Bay and I All see right. it and I have to race it. Keep showing off about your pilot skills. When are you going to go fly with me? When have I been invited to? Now you have okay. an invite. All right, we don't have to do right. this on. Anyway, <laughs> you can uh, please rate and review us. Uh, find us at talkingchairs.com, iTunes especially, rate and review us, pass us to your friends, tell them about it. Anything that anytime yeah, pump, we get pump, rated. That shit. Yeah. If we if we get rated, it gets us a lot more visibility. It's great. Uh, and we would deeply appreciate it. And just like Frank sent us the topic for today, remember you can always send in thoughts, ideas, or topics you want us to cover. So excellent. Thank too. you. Bye. Bye.